0: You're tuned in to the Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconato.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconato. Welcome Gideons 300, welcome Remnant Warriors. This is the Todd Coconato Show, Pastor Todd Coconato here. And today we're gonna discuss, is Taylor Swift Part of a nefarious plan. What? What are you talking about, Todd? Well, I have an unction in my spirit that something is fishy with all of this promotion of Taylor Swift. Have you noticed this last couple of years that all of a sudden she's everywhere? Now, that could just be a cultural phenomenon, a pop culture phenomenon, if you will. Uh, We saw this with Britney Spears and others throughout the decades you know throughout our lives Uh, this probably went back you know I remember like uh, I wasn't alive but Marian Marilyn Monroe um, you know Elvis Presley um, you know of course you had Michael Jackson and others throughout the years that have had such prominence but I have to tell you uh, I think this whole situation is fishy in fact enough to do a broadcast about it because I've been observing this cultural phenomenon that I think is fishy About Taylor Swift and people that call themselves Swifties, which, by the way, some Christians consider themselves Swifties. And there's a few things I'd like to discuss about this, if it's okay with you. And again, I'm not here to uh, go down some rabbit hole and get all conspiratorial about this, but I think that we as watchmen and believers in Jesus Christ should test the spirits. That's what the Bible says, test the spirits. And uh, avoid uh, the works of darkness. You know, what place does light have with darkness? It says, come out from among them. Well, there's a lot of people that are not coming out from among them that are actually part of them, uh, who is they, you know, the Babylon system. And I believe this Taylor Swift girl, now we should pray for her. Uh, There's going to be somebody that comes on right now and says, well, you need to pray for her then. Yes, we do need to pray for her. Uh, If you recall, I'm the same pastor that came out and said, let's pray for Kat Von D. And I got attacked for that. Uh, people said she's a witch and all these things. I said, well, look, she's saying she's accepting Jesus. Let's at least give her a chance. You know, and I did several broadcasts on that, and I got attacked and, and accused from people on the other side where they said, you you know, you shouldn't even give her a chance. You know, she's, she's demonic, and there's no way that she's ever going to become a Christian. Well, Pastor Jack Hibbs and some other very reputable people that I know said, well, no, we feel that she actually did accept Jesus. Uh, she went on the podcast with, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Stuckley, um, I think it's Ali Beth or something, Ali Beth Stuckley, and um, she's a Christian. And so, um, you know, I don't know the status of where um, she's at right now, as far as uh, Kat Von D. I haven't had any follow-ups, and I'm certainly not endorsing her or calling her a Christian leader. But I did say, hey, let's give her a chance. She says she's accepting Christ, you know, just like when, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan just recently accepted Jesus Christ, according to uh, many outlets and even himself on his own postings. Uh, So, you know, I always say, give these people a chance. Don't don't put them on a platform right away and say, preach a sermon, you know, uh, you know, show them the ways of the Lord, mentor them, disciple them, pray for them. Uh, in their in their baby Christian walk. You know, just like Donald Trump, you know, he had a many many people around him ministering to him over the last many years. I pray that he becomes a strong believer in Jesus. Do I see the fruit of that right now? Uh, not necessarily, but I, I do think he's on his way. I think he's, he's doing the work of the Lord and some of the things that he stands for. And I believe that there's an anointing on his life and I will vote for him again if he is the candidate, of course. I'm not against him. I'm not a never-Trumper. I'm not against him at all. And many of you guys know I've been pretty pretty prominent in my support to him. Uh, but, you know, I do I know if he's a Christian? I, I, I can't say that I would say uh, without a shadow of a doubt that he's a Christian just because uh, to me— uh, you know, it's pretty apparent when somebody's on fire for the Lord. I mean, when somebody's on fire for the Lord and they're living their life, uh, you know, like where they're just in awe of God and doing the work of the kingdom, I mean, you can't shut somebody up like that. I mean, uh, you know, I think of Mike Lindell, who was on my program recently. I mean, time I've ever had any conversation with Mike, every single time he's brought up Jesus and his, and his faith and, uh, you know, what God did in his life. And that's how I feel. I mean, I was stabbed nine times, uh, one in the heart. And uh, that forever changed me. I went in the presence of the Lord. And the Lord said, do you want to live or do you want to die? I said, I want to live. He says, well, if you live, you got to be sold out for me, and you got to tell people that I am real. And that is my mission, to know him and to make him known. I've had an encounter with a living God. Many of you in this audience, you understand what that means, to have an encounter with the living God. But I think that part of this awakening that's happening, and it's been happening, and this undercurrent of revival, and this understanding of what's actually happening in our world, you know what the exposure that's happened in Hollywood. Think about the Nexium cult that you know, that whole sex trade, you know, cult that came out. The Nexium, you can look into that if you don't know what that is. Uh, then there's the Harvey Weinstein situation uh, that came out. You got Epstein and and that whole situation that's playing out now, which for some reason the mainstream media doesn't do much reporting on uh, because a lot of their darlings are involved. Um, you know, there, if this if this was real reporting that was going on that was unbiased, uh, we would probably see a lot more exposure when it comes to certain things like the Epstein um, flight logs, for instance. You know, but you don't hear a lot of people. In fact, you'll get censored if you talk about things like that. So uh, why is it that Taylor Swift is being propped up in the way that she is? Well, you guys that know my testimony know that I came from Hollywood and I always say I was not a famous Hollywood celebrity or anything like that. But I did have friends that were. And I was around people like that a lot. And so I got to see the inner workings of Hollywood. And the Lord allowed me, I believe, to see that because there is a plumb line from Hollywood to government. In fact, there's something called the Church Commission and Operation Mockingbird. And it's not a conspiracy. You can look into it where our own government admitted that they had... Uh, agents in Hollywood that were uh, people that they were utilizing for propaganda purposes and pr- predictive programming and all different types of uh, agendas. So, um, you know, we know that these things exist. Uh, they've, they've existed for a long time. I would uh, doubt that they have stopped. In fact, I think they're probably even more happening now than uh, ever before. And uh, we have a society that is very confused. Uh, some of you have awakened in the last couple of years. And I say thank you, Jesus, for that and the Lord has shown us things through discernment and through revelation of the Holy Spirit, uh, but other people, and you probably know people like this that are in your life that are asleep. They, they have no idea what's going on. They believe the mainstream corporate media and the, the mainstream corporate media's propaganda and narrative, and that is it. That is their reality. They, they do not see any problem uh, outside of what the media is reporting. They, they just don't see it. They have no inkling. They have no unction of the Spirit uh, they're not watchmen. So it's there's a stark difference between a Christian that is awake and under the unction of the spirit as a watchman versus somebody who I would consider a mainstream uh, level one Christian, maybe somebody who's been attending a seeker friendly church. And yes, they have accepted Jesus and they do love him. So I believe they would probably go to heaven. I mean, I'm not the one to choose that. Obviously, that's God's choice. but um, you know, if they're lukewarm, the Bible does say if you're lukewarm, he will spit you out. he He says a little leaven leavens the whole lump, but we know that we are saved not by works, but by grace. And because of that, there is a lot of grace that the Lord offers. But uh, I don't agree with the greasy grace or the extreme grace that says that you can basically look just like you did and act just like you did when you were in the world. Yet there are many Christians, or at least people that profess Christianity that are living that way, where they barely made changes from their past life. They may attend church on Sunday, but for the most part, they still sleep with their girlfriend or their boyfriend. Uh, They're still out there doing drugs, partying, going to clubs, different things like that. Uh, For the most part, they live a pretty carnal lifestyle, but yet they claim to be Christians. So a Christian is a follower of Jesus Christ, and a follower of Jesus Christ, because the Bible says that you are a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, he says, I do something new in your life. He is doing a new thing, and you are born again. You, the old is now gone. You have turned. You have repented of sin and unrighteousness. You are now on the straight and narrow path, because narrow is the way that leads to salvation. And those are the people that I believe are actually Christians, the people that, that follow the narrow gate. Are they perfect? No. Are you perfect? No. But you have a heart for righteousness. You hunger and thirst for righteousness. And for those people, that I believe is the main audience that listens to this program. That's you. And other people get offended by this, uh, what we're speaking right now. Because they say, oh, that, you know, that's just a bunch of rules. That's a bunch of laws. That's, I, I can't live like that. God would not want us to live like that. Well, no, actually, uh, he does want us to be a repentant people. He does want us to follow his commands. In fact, that's what the, the, the scripture says. If you love me, you'll obey my commands. And we have to remember in the book of Revelation, the different churches, when it when it describes the seven churches. And we want to be like the empowered church, the church of Philadelphia. We want to be the church that is blessing the Lord and, and to know him and to make him known. That's the remnant. And that's why we call this program The Remnant. You know, the time program show The Remnant, because there is a remnant, a righteous remnant. What is a remnant? Those that are willing to stand for the entirety of the Word of God. Those of us that hunger and thirst for righteousness. We are good repenters. We're not perfect, but we have a heart to serve the Lord. And when we do something that is sin, the Lord convicts us through the Holy Spirit and uh, we turn we turn from that behavior even when it's hard even when we when we have a, an addiction or something that we're really trying to stop doing we ask the lord for strength and we ask him for a strategy on how to overcome that sin and i believe in every cut in every case when you do that the lord will show himself faithful and he will in fact give you the strength to not sin in that area so th- this is what a remnant person is and so let's go back to taylor swift so you know, there's these Christians that just don't see anything wrong with her, and most of you that are listening to this broadcast, you would say, you know what? Yeah, there is something weird. Why? Why is society uh, seemingly propping this woman up? Why is she in all the tabloids? All of a sudden, she's in all these. I mean, I went to a store the other day, and in the in the cashier at the end the checkout, it was like every magazine had Taylor Swift on. I mean, it was literally like the entire uh, er- every single magazine had her on. I said, my gosh, like promotion much? Like who's behind all this, you know? And what, what, I mean, so obviously she's dating this guy. Uh, his name is uh, Travis Kelsey, I believe. And, um, he is, uh, you know, part of the AFC championship. Uh, he's obviously a, a football player from Kansas city, I believe. And so, uh, you know, this is, this has been like a whole, um, plot that's played out, In the media, you know, or the tabloids, everybody's like so interested in this relationship. And, you know, it's a little fishy to me because the NFL, if you recall, um, was having a hard time. Right. And uh, this this uh, Kansas City Chiefs tight end and boyfriend of Taylor Swift, Travis. Kelsey, uh, you know, all of a sudden has brought a new fervor, uh, a whole new group of, of fans into the NFL when the NFL was struggling. Remember, they were doing all the kneeling and all the social justice warrior stuff and the BLM stuff. Well, you know, this has kind of revived the NFL. If you think about it. And oh, by the way, let's uh, let's get that that team into the playoffs and then uh, probably into the, you know, the Super Bowl. You know, why not? Right. You know, so hmm, the whole thing is a little fishy to me. Uh, the propping up of Taylor Swift's a little fishy, and so this, you know, people say, "Why is it fishy?" What, what's maybe it's just a love story, and it's just playing out, and it just happens happens to be a phenomenon that we're watching. Well, I, I understand that some of you believe that, and um, you know, I'm not here to argue you, but let me just let me kind of give my opinion, and you can take it or leave it. What I always say is, go to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit: Is what this pastor saying true? Is there something there, or is this just nonsense? And if it's nonsense, I, I say throw it out. But if there's something there, I would explore that. I would, as a believer, I'd go deeper into this just to, to understand and discern the times. Why is it that there seems to be people like this that they prop up, and who who's propping her up? Because do you just become that big of a celebrity on your own, or or, or is there are there people that they choose who to prop up? And if they choose who to prop up, why? Why do they choose to prop up some people why is it that we never see an on-fire believer for Jesus Christ that's like some major superstar? Why why does that not seem to be the case, right? I mean, you see guys like Kirk Cameron, Kevin Sorbo, those guys, but they're not, you know, the AA list. I mean, I would consider them A-list because they're friends of mine, but I'm saying... They're not the big stars in Hollywood. They, they're in the alternative Hollywood. You know, they're they're in the Christian version of Hollywood, where they have to come out from among them. They got to go around the gatekeepers, and and you look at guys like the Kendrick brothers, and you know, just all the people that have made the great Christian content. You know, Jesus Revolution and some of these films that have come out in the last few years. That those are people that have gone around the system. And I'm talking about the people that are in the Babylon system that are literally in it. And these are the biggest celebrities in the world. And why is it they're usually either some type of Scientologist or somebody who's involved in a cult or, you know, they're never an on fire believer in Jesus Christ, at least when they're in the top of their game. Now, when they get out of it, they might, you know, something might happen to them or you know they might come to know Jesus or whatever, but... You don't, in fact, have you ever seen the, the the? there's like a meme that goes around social media where there's some sports, uh, you know, I think football players and things like that. They're trying to give glory to Jesus and literally like CNN cuts them off. They don't they don't want them giving glory to Jesus. So so there we know that there's a, a spiritual battle that's playing out, okay? And I think most people that listen to this broadcast understand that. But you know, when you look at something like this thing with Taylor Swift, you gotta think, what's the endgame goal? Well, number one, they've brought people back into the NFL. So just from a business standpoint, uh, this would be a great thing if somebody concocted behind the scenes and said, Taylor Swift needs to date this guy from the Chiefs. And you know this is going to bring a whole new group of people to the NFL because the NFL was kind of dying and hurting and hemorrhaging from all its social justice warrior nonsense. And now all of a sudden, there's this whole new group of people, this whole new generation that are have become NFL fans. So that's that's one aspect, just from a business standpoint. Now let's look at from a spiritual standpoint. Uh, What if during the election, because we're in election year, what if all of a sudden Taylor Swift comes out with this guy and says, uh, "Hey." Uh, You know, we're supporting Biden. Will that influence people? Well, you better believe it. Well, there's going to be a bunch of people that, that are swifties and especially the younger generation that follow her. And they're going to vote for Biden or whoever the candidate is. If it's not Biden, it could be Michelle Obama or it could be Gavin Newsom or whoever the left pulls out at the last minute. Uh, you know, if we even have an election, that is, of course, if we don't get brought into a war, which I pray that we don't. But right now, things are looking pretty bad. Uh, but you know, I'm believing, and and I I keep saying this that that if you're a believer in Jesus Christ and you love the Lord, you are in the ark of safety. You are protected because Scripture says He's with us until the end of the age. He will never leave us, and He will never forsake us. And I stand on those words, and I stand on the promise of God, which is yes and amen, hope and a future. That's for the believer. It doesn't mean we're not going to have trials and tests and go through the refiner's fire, but ultimately God is with us. His Holy Spirit is with us. And I believe the church is what's issuing the restraining order against the wicked agendas and the wicked plans. And we could literally be raptured out of here any moment. I mean, that we're in the third day, the third millennium, we could literally, we could literally see the Lord coming. No one knows the day nor the hour, but uh, if you look at all the things that are happening in scripture, we are in a time period where uh, certainly the Lord could come back. And so you know, we, we occupy until he comes. Right. But again, I mean, just think about, think about the power, the, the, uh, the promotional value and, and the influence that someone like Taylor Swift and her boyfriend this Kelsey guy or whatever. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm botching his name. I'm not a big football person. So uh, I'm just telling you that right now. Um, you know, used to be until they started doing all the woke stuff. And then after that, I was like, forget it. I'm not watching this anymore. And I know many of you uh, stopped as well. But this Travis, uh, I think it's Travis Kelsey, uh, you know, who's this boyfriend. So imagine, let's just, let's just hypothetically think, because you know this is going to happen. I think it's already happening. Uh, where Taylor Swift's going to tell her followers, hey, f- you know, uh, vote for the Democrat candidate. And, and think about the amount of people that are going to vote just because they are Swifties and they idolize. She's an idol to many people. And the Bible says there shall be no other gods before me. So number one, she's an idol. I mean, I remember when, when they had a confer- uh, concert here in Nashville, uh, it was a day that it was raining. There was like a storm in the city. People stayed and waited for the concert to happen like hours. And they were in the rain. And I said, man, wouldn't it be cool if people would wait that long for church Uh, so, you know, it's amazing how the influence and the following and these fans, um, just their, their, you know, their loyalty to Taylor Swift. And so you're, you're going to tell me that she comes out and she says, Hey, vote for Biden or whoever the Democrat candidate is that these people aren't going to follow her. Of course they are. So, so who is the, the wizard of Oz, if you will, behind the scenes propping up this woman, and, and, you know, I'm not saying that she's 100% involved. Like, she may just have handlers, because that's what happens in Hollywood. You have handlers that tell you what to do, you know? So they may just be saying, hey, Taylor, you got to go out there and support Biden or whatever, or maybe she just really is real passionate about it. But either way, she's playing into their hands and she's doing what they want her to do. She's, she's achieving uh, the goal, if you will, of what she's meant to do. She's walking that line. Now, if she were to turn, like, tomorrow... Uh, like maybe like how Kanye kind of turned or Elon Musk turned, you can see they, they immediately turn against you. They, they come after you. They try to destroy you. Um, so you have to stay in line with what they want you to do, whatever this deep state cabal group of people behind the scenes and those that have influence in Hollywood, the gatekeepers, you've got to do what they want you to do. The minute that you don't, you're blacklisted. You're, you're told, you know, I mean, your whole life is on the line then. And then you could be like a Michael Jackson or, uh, you know, some of the other people that, you know, uh, I think of Isaac Cappy you know, that just, just gone. That's it. You know, there's been many people like that, right. That all of a sudden they're just gone. Were they about to say something? I mean, was there something that they knew or, you know, were there things that they were going to disclose or why all of a sudden did they just die? You know? So, Um, You know, and I'm not saying that every one of these things is is something nefarious. Maybe it truly they just overdosed or something happened to them and it was just a matter of fact thing. And it wasn't something that was like some nefarious thing behind the scenes. But I think in some of these cases, I mean, think of all the people around the Clintons that just mysteriously vanished. Right. Is that all coincidence? Is that all just happenstance or did something more happen there? Right. Uh, It just seems that, you know, a lot is coming out. Uh, whether it's the situation with John F. Kennedy and, and finding out more and more about his assassination, and people that might have been involved in a bigger story story than what's been presented to the American public for many decades. So there, I think just a lot of people are more awake right now when I put up this post on Facebook and just said, hey, do you think something's fishy about how they're propping up? Uh, Taylor Swift, my gosh, I got like thousands of people commenting. Yes, we feel that way. Something's weird here. So that's all I'm saying is just think, put on your thinking cap. Remember in, in, in like junior high or in elementary school, they said, put on your thinking cap, put on your, your discernment cap, your thinking cap and just say, is there more going on here? Should I let my kids, you know, uh, listen to this girl? You know, should I let this woman influence my teenage daughter or my teenage son or, you know, my my adolescent kids? I mean, we got to think about these things as Christians, because there's there's the battle is not flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. And uh, we are in a spiritual battle and the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. And so as a Christian, we have to we have to think about such things and go to the Holy Spirit and say, "Holy Spirit, what's going on here?" And I believe this is why many of you are awake now because you've done just that. And the Lord has expanded your knowledge and understanding through revelation that there is actually more going on. Hey, there's actually people, there's actually pastors that are out here that are now talking about this like you pastor Todd that that have the guts to say something. You know, look, I just it's in my spirit. I just sense something is off here that they're using this woman for a greater nefarious agenda. And I believe they're going to utilize her throughout this campaign to promote whoever the Democrat candidate is. And this is going to be a way that they're going to sway the youth vote. And you better believe Taylor Swift's going to come out there. If she follows her handlers and what they want her to do, she's going to come out and be like, "Yeah, you got it. You know, you can't have this evil Trump guy in, you know, he, he's going to destroy the country. He's going to be a dictator and blah, blah, blah. She's going to say all the talking points, of the left and many people are going to be duped by her, including, and this is where I get really concerned, including some Christians. So, when I was in Hollywood and I observed what I call the Disney machine and the handlers and a lot of the people that they were propping up at that time, uh, it was the same thing. It was to predictively program, to propagandize, to push an agenda. It's kind of like that movie Wag the Dog. You know, It's like they were, they were pushing something on, and many people bought it hook, line, and sinker. Now, I believe many, many more people are awake now and understanding that Hollywood is a lot more than what we used to think when we were kids that there's actually a lot going on here. I mean, look, at now governors are pushing back against Disney, and there's all different types of people that have protested the last couple of years. People are starting to look at some of the kids' stuff. And they're like, hey, this shouldn't be for kids. You know, this curriculum is, is demonic. There's something more to this. Um, you know, this halftime show at the Super Bowl, there's something going on here. Hey, this tunnel opening ceremony uh, that's close by CERN, this is like a demonic ritual. People are starting to realize this. For years, those that were sounding the alarm on these things were considered nuts, you know, where people would just say, ah, "I'm not going down that route. I don't want to say that." Now this has become more mainstream because we're in such a late hour that I believe, and many people have risked everything to go out and to connect the dots for folks and those with ears to hear. You know, there's people that are waking up daily. And this is, I think, the biggest concern of the deep state and why they want to stop people that are out there and censor and silence them, you know, because they're they're afraid of this awakening because they say, wow, there's there's power and prominence behind these people that are exposing these things because they have facts and truth on their side. You know, so I, I just you know, why would I do a whole program on this? Because I want you to understand I want you to dig deeper. I want you to understand that, you know what, if you have uh, a still small voice speaking to you and saying something, start to trust that voice of God, that Holy Spirit direction and guidance and discernment inside of you. And, and ask God, do we have all the answers? Do we, do we understand it all? We don't. You know, some things we'll understand better by and by, like the old song. But, you know, it, it's good to be a watchman. It's good to have discernment. It's good to be able to understand, hey, this, this is evil. There's a spirit behind this. There's an agenda behind this. They're pushing something, and you're not crazy. You're not crazy. Maybe your spouse doesn't get it yet. You know, maybe your parents don't get it. Maybe your children don't get it, but you, so there's some reason why God has awakened you, and I thank God for that. I thank God that we're awake, and we may not be right about everything, but we have a much better credibility than the mainstream news, uh, you know, the, the same people that were pushing weapons of mass destruction in Iraq and, you know, just telling us all this nonsense during the C-19 era and, you know, just pushing all this stuff for years that's been proven now, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but, you know, you look back and you're just like, can you imagine some of the things that these people tried to, tried to convince us of? Over the last couple of years, take the Fauci, ouchie, you know, and all these different things. And now we're seeing the results of people that have that have re- deeply regretted that. And if you took it, I just say, you know, claim the blood of Jesus over you and just declare and decree and, 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 and speak to the Lord and say, Lord, you got to protect me. You know, I took this this thing, but I don't you know, now I'm, I know I made a mistake and, you know, just heal my body and get rid of any infirmity or any plan of the enemy to cause me to be ill. And, and the Lord is able to do that. That's the amazing thing. We serve God, the healer, you know, the, the Holy Spirit that heals. God heals. Jesus heals. He is a healer, and so you, you, know, you and I can go to him and make our request be known before the Lord. So I just pray in Jesus' name, as we have this discussion today, Lord, we, we've talked about some things on here that some people would, would consider crazy or conspiracy, but I believe this audience is ripe to understand. Their eyes are open, and we understand there's more going on than meets the eye, and we are gonna be a people of prayer. We're gonna be watchmen, and we're gonna sound the alarm when we see demonic things, and we're gonna protect our kids, and we're gonna pray over our household and we're going to we're going to invite the holy spirit in our home and we're we're not going to leave open doors to sin and unrighteousness and things that set us up for failure. So, I just thank you Jesus for this conversation. I thank you that we have the freedom to still discuss this and I pray that no one would have fear over any of these things, but that they would actually feel a liberty and a freedom of your holy spirit in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, thank you for listening to today's broadcast. Uh, This is the Todd Coconato Show. We love you. We bless you in Jesus' name.